0: New Hampshire Headlines in WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead, NHTalkRadio.com, to get more from the show as well as all of our other fantastic programming. You can listen to New Hampshire Headlines live Friday mornings and 6 a.m. I say live because I like to lie to my audience. We pre-record this Thursday evening, and this week we have editor Jeff Feingold of the New Hampshire Business Review. Welcome back.
1: Great to be here, AJ.
0: All right, let's start off with a recent article from nhbr.com, your website, uh, New Hampshire top-ranked state in financial literacy, according to a report, which is very good to hear.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, I, we, I actually have, I used to be involved with this Jumpstart program which uh, for kids, uh, financial literacy for kids, it tested financial literacy for high school students, and uh, it was really kind of frustrating the first few years because uh, there would be like the same six or seven high schools participating. But ever since then, it's grown uh, substantially. Dan Heber, who, who, ran, who runs that thing, uh, has been, had lobbied very effectively over the years. And finally, they mandated that students have to take. A financial literacy program as part of their economics or some certain kind of uh, curriculum during their at one point at some time during their uh, four years in college, and that was pretty much the existence of that of that course is one of the key reasons that the state's been ranked so high because it's very rare in states to have a required financial uh, literacy class when you're learning how to you know write a checkbook and. You know, balance a checkbook and all that stuff and you know and just kind of learning how to how to figure out you know uh your, your salary and how much money you can use to spend on rent and all those kind of things it's really kind of interesting so that, that was one of the main reasons that it, that's that new hampshire is uh what was rated at uh, near the top and uh there was another one was that i guess we have a very high rate of saving hmm. savings in the state which Struck me as per- something, you know, I, from personal <laughs> experience.
0: <laughs> well, it's so that especially, I mean, it's so important in order to keep yourself out of going into credit card debt and things like that. Because if you have yes. backups of, uh, of funding that, that you have liquid and control over, it keeps you out of going into massive credit card or other debt.
1: But, the but the, you know, but if you look at it, and the reality of the problem is that there are so many people who can't afford to put anything in a bank because they're living hand to mouth. You know, if you're paying... In many cases, over 30%, even 40% or more f- for your rent alone of, of your salary for rent. Where do you go from there? I mean, you know, how do you find something to save, especially now with everything going up up in price and, uh, you know, energy is very high here and all kinds of things that are very expensive. So it's really interesting that people have a high rate of savings. Although I know that many years ago, I was up in Berlin talking to one of the bank presidents up there and he mentioned, this is when there were still some some jobs at the paper mill and he mentioned that the people who worked at the paper mill were, were people who just saved all their money because they had good paying union jobs and they were he said they were amazing savers they had, there were people you wouldn't believe that had like, at that time, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank and this was when hundreds of thousands was really hundreds of thousands of dollars because they would save so, you know, it's that Yankee frugality, I guess when you have the money, you can save it
0: yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, speaking anecdotally, I mean, one of the biggest complaints of people in my generation, especially, is the lack of financial education and yes. going through complaint. The the meme basically is I had to learn how to do uh, calculus, but I don't know how to balance a checkbook it, it is real, especially right. if you didn't like yourself just. just make yourself go to more advanced pr- learning for various different things. Like, um, like my, my parents are great. Like they helped me make sure I knew how to do all that, but I didn't get that through K-12 I, I, education.
1: I, I'm from a different generation entirely. I learned just by doing it. And they, mostly I learned by my, from my mistakes. Yeah, exactly. It, and as someone said to me, experience is expensive, you know? So, yeah. uh, it took a long time to realize yeah no, I gotta fix this and yeah
0: and so many people from from millennial and zoomer generations are are get, are so many more of them are going to very expensive higher education institutions yeah. which burdens them with an incredible amount of debt slows down their ability to to uh, make that income that they need in their early stages to really get get their feet off the ground and exactly. um, and, and it's a big part of the reason why like a lot of these debts and not knowing what to do just when you have if you're able to kind of baby step your way into things i'm sure it's a lot easier to to uh to sort out your budget and things like that but if you're like all of a sudden like oh no i have to pay six hundred dollars a month to do the loans right out the gate off of my forty thousand dollar a year job it, it really just makes it uh it makes it so scary a lot of people probably just turn off
1: and then and then you know another part of the things about about finance personal financial health is that uh you know, or wealth is that you know if, if you have a chance to own a house you know usually that helps you in terms of just you know, you're a wealthier person then you have this equity you're building up in this house but if you're paying all that money on student loans and other kinds of things there's no way you could save money for a down payment and with houses so expensive there's a big down payment you need to come up with even if you' ha- if you're on one of these special uh programs you know you know a low interest pro- a program for first-time homebuyers and stuff it's still a tough nut to crack
0: and throw six to eight percent interest rate on that mortgage. My exactly. God, my exactly. God. It's, I, I will throw out there, I've been kind of binge watching, I, I guess, out of, uh, uh, um, being a masochist or something. I'm not sure, but there's this YouTuber called Josh Hammer. He, he's got a great YouTube channel where he does, it's called Financial Audit is the is the show he does. And it's like this long form podcast style. It's like 45 minutes to an hour where he literally breaks down these these individuals that are anywhere from 20 to 45 in wow. age. And they he goes through, okay, what are your goals financially? And how bad of a situation are you in that you're thinking you need to have some assistance with what you're doing? He breaks down like, so many people just going eating out to eat on a regular basis racking up huge credit card debt not necessarily understanding like these are the important things I should be funding like if I'm investing in something what exactly does that mean does it mean like this one person I watch invested in a car that he was huh. renting out through a rental service but he couldn't afford it and it doesn't oh, make boy. sense with the wear and tear and he's got a second car that he also has to maintain to do delivery driver working at Starbucks and it's just scary to see these corners people people get in just just trying to hustle in our economy
1: no I know that's that is part of the problem it's really hard to make ends meet you know for a lot of people I mean many people are doing very well but that's a very higher that's a, up at the higher te- up percentage of the uh dem- of the percentile of uh, Americans you know yeah. I don't know what it is maybe the top 10 percent or so Probably easily maybe the top twenty percent, but after that it's really hard, really hard, because the wealth is so traded up there,
0: and then it drastically slows down, like especially on on the. On politics, and um, you hear about either the push of immigration or uh, mm-hmm. trying to encourage families to have children when they're children more and more children, and you, you're you're unlikely to. The big thing I think the conservatives really gotta do better as if you don't have the financial literacy or ability to make a figure out how to deal with your finances younger and set your set money aside for the future earlier. It's so hard to have a family. Like, how are you gonna have hey. a family straight hey. out the
1: gate? Exactly. Exactly. And, and really in a lot of countries, especially in Europe, they, they do pr- provide big incentives for people to have families, but even their birth rates aren't that great either. So. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I mean, they're know. flailing.
0: I mean, unless <laughs> yeah, if, if you're like South Korea is now starting to turn around where I think they're now uh, behind replacement rate, right? just like the, the United States yeah, is. And, and it's, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move over to uh, Red Oak, which is a pretty big company here in the state. And I think in Massachusetts, too, they're kind of regional. They uh, own apartment buildings and manage them and such. And they opened a, quote, unquote, revolutionary Revolutionary. downtown Manchester apartment building. I have thoughts, but how about you open it up with what's going on?
1: (laughs) Well, apparently they have a lot of tech built in there. And it's, I think, from what I understand, it's, it's designed for younger people. Uh, you know, like uh, singles, and you know maybe a couple of couples, but you know it's it's a lot of 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 studios, one bedroom apartments, and there's some larger ones as well. And they have these—I guess they call them tech-forward amenities, like this—the revolutionary be- bed they have in the studios. Apparently, at a push of a button, it becomes a sofa. Hmm. So, it, so you feel like you know your apartment's bigger. You know, if you, I don't know if you've ever lived in a studio, but you can have a bed and if you have a couch, that's the end of the whole apartment. But <laughs> well, this is the bed that it comes one. And it's, and it's like, well, it's not much of a difference than like it's a convertible sofa, but apparently it's more tech. So it's robotic, it comes up. And and then I guess they have and I do have to say this, this is a pretty good deal, is that you get free Wi-Fi in your apartment, which is that's pretty nice. That's almost like getting free, you know, electricity in a lot of ways so that's a good thing but uh you know there's other things they're having like they have it's a it's all they have a big solar e- effort there where it's you know they have which which is uh providing electricity and heat i guess especially to the common areas not to each apartment and another thing that it is is that it's uh they they have this they have uh, co-working spaces hmm it's a big deal now. A lot of people work from home and stuff. So there's 16 of them out of 90 apartments, and that's that's a big that's a big ratio. I mean, that's really kind of interesting, and I, I assume they expect people to be doing that, you know.
0: that's a great idea I I mean if you're young you you live in a studio maybe you want a little bit more of a community style like you um, especially a lot of upper-level colleges uh, uh, college uh, levels like juniors and seniors will have some apartments like that are kind of like this and if you want the ability to go downstairs you you still have your apartment but you're all in one building be able to go downstairs and work say you are a college student you go down there work on your college stuff maybe you can meet with some people if you need to have meetings and such Um, uh, it, it's a great idea. I think more more apartment complexes should consider that. Yeah, well and actually another
1: thing another thing they have is a pet grooming station.
0: <laughs> they know it's their audience. Very
1: nice, right? <laughs> which is, you know, kinda of interesting because in a lot of places back in the day they wouldn't let you have with a pet in an yeah. apartment. Like you know, it's more and more frequent. I mean, in my building there's dozens of pets all over mm-hmm. the place. Which is nice. As long as people clean up after their pets, that's the only problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's also great. I mean, it, it's especially if you're if you're you're single. You're most of these people. Odds are, if they're living in a studio, are going to be single for the most part. It's like you're going to want to have a pet. It's just quality yeah. of life things like that. It's great that they're keeping consideration, not having to figure out the the darn internet. Definitely, yeah. as long as they get the security on it figured out. I will say, I'm a little concerned, but hopefully they get that sorted out well. And. Um, I it, mean, it's it super encouraging. I, it, the one thing that really, there's a couple, two things that concern me. I will say, uh, to be uh, from an aesthetic standpoint, I despise the look of this apartment. I'm sorry, Red Oak. I <laughs> think it's the ugliest building. I was at the Fisher Cats game last night for for the full time job, and I looked out and saw this building with like three different, totally unmatching aesthetics lined up um, vertically next to each other side by side and it goes on. It patterns like three or four times and it's like green and yellow and brick and I don't understand this.
1: I know it's kind of – yeah, I've been watching it go up because I live in Manchester and it's like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But I have to say in its favor, not in terms of the design or the architecture, (laughs) but where it's located in that part of Manchester – It's the southern, towards the southern end of Elm Street, where there has not been as much development, where it's still kind of, you know, used car lots and stuff like that. So it's another step towards, you know, rebuilding the southern end of of Elm Street, which is kind of cool for Manchester. You know, that's, you know, that's the store arenas near there. And then there, after that, there's a, there's a big market basket, but after that, and the liquor store. But pretty much after that, there's not much. And this way, it's a step towards redeveloping the southern end of Elm Street.
0: Yeah, that's great. I, I'm shocked because I hadn't been over there really, except for going to the DoubleTree for a couple of events. But outside of there, um, they're they're building it up a lot. Like uh, there there's new newer apartments just on the outside of the Fisher Cat um, yes. Arena, Delta Dental Arena that I accidentally drove to because I went the wrong way at the park. They went the wrong one.
1: way, right?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. There's no sign <laughs> saying you could turn left, so apparently you can turn left. Um, but but that's great. And there's there's construction like all along that whole part of town. That's great.
1: Yeah, actually. And that's that's another part towards the southern end there. They tore down this big lot of old industrial buildings that were just eyesores, that were unused. And they're building some, another company's building, I'd say, I think it's gonna be a couple hundred apartments at that spot. And that's in the same part as town. So it's, it's becoming to become more developed, which is good, because there's not much land in, in Manchester that's as buildable. And uh, it's good to, and it's good to have it downtown because it's really helpful to the businesses down there.
0: Yeah, I'm sure those tech companies and SNHU and such are gonna be very happy to have that, especially because a lot of those sorts of industries hire fresh out of college individuals yeah, that uh, need to be close by because they don't necessarily have a car for transport. I and,
1: and also they want to be downtown, a lot of younger people. Yeah. They, they, you know they have stuff that's going on downtown, you know, instead of li- living you know, 15 miles away in you know some garden apartment somewhere. Where you know, you're, where you have to drive ten miles to just go to the supermarket or whatever you know, so it's a lot better. Manchester downtown is pretty nice downtown.
0: Yeah, I just hope they clean up the the crime the crime and figure out what they want to do with the homeless population. It's, yeah, there, the it's crime, such a problem. Crime, it's
1: like, I think that's kind of a related thing, and I think a lot of the, the homeless the homeless issue is really really difficult. It's not just Manchester, be fair, no. because it's the biggest city. It's the problem. is the worst here, and. It's really hard and also they attract people from all over the state a lot of homeless people come here because there are more services yeah like I just saw, and I just noticed today that there was an announcement that the city's going to start a a program a date program for homeless people to go in and have you know where they can get there's be showers and other places toiletries where they can get some food and hang out I guess which is you know a great thing but they don't have it any place else. So, they might be saying, some of people say, Hey, you should come over here. <laughs> come to Manchester. You don't have to live out there. Yeah. And they're just so stay like, there. But so the way of attracting people, well, you, know, you can't blame people if you're homeless. If you can get some services, of course, go there. Go to the place. You know, what are you supposed to do? Now, of course, a lot of the homeless people are there. You know, it's a lot of it's mental illness, drugs, but a lot of it is people who just can't afford a place to live. They actually might, they actually have jobs, many of them, but can't live anywhere. And that's really frightening when you think about it. That's like depression level stuff.
0: Yeah, I wish there was some I, – I hope I, – unfortunately, there's not that many uh, outlets that can really do investigate, like in-depth investigative journalism. It would be great to have just some data with regards to these individuals. Like I, I, I love Saigon Asian Market over a couple blocks from Elm Street, yeah. which is a great place. But the food pantry is right across from it or, or yeah. shelter. Oh, it, it, it's it, it was pretty scary for a while before they did the cleanup a couple months ago. Like yeah. it was – um, like it, it scares off people like me going with my family in in certain parts of town because of it. But on the other hand, yeah, they need these services. It's this confusing balance that has to be struck between yeah. appearing permissive and allowing certain things to happen versus fixing the root problem. But if you don't know what the root problem is, like, what do you do?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to, you know, that's all relative because I was my wife and I were just in New York city over the weekend, last weekend. And, that's the homeless
0: problem. <laughs> We're not New York City, Jeff. Uh,
1: it's, uh That's another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's not good. I, I mean, living downtown Concord, like, a, a lot of its mental health mm-hmm. like there's no yeah. way around it they come out of new hampshire hospital or the various exactly. other facilities around here they go in and out of riverbend facilities and, and i mean they're talking to themselves on the corner yeah. and exactly. you see that you see them all the time i mean they keep to themselves because uh, the, the ones that don't keep to themselves probably get put back over in new hampshire hospital or the police mm-hmm. th- police station but it, it's 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 Something you got to be aware of if you live in. I, I worked at, I
1: worked in, in Concord in the eighties, and it was true then too. Mm. Because you get you, if you you know if you came out of the hospital, you, a lot of times you stayed in Manchester. I mean Concord. And, you know, it's kind of a. It's a. It's it's a. It's it's you can't. You know, it's like what can you do? What can you do? That you're going to put the people back in the hospital? You're going to send them somewhere where, the, where there's no services at all? You can't do that. That's that's not. It's not government's job to do something like that. It's just forget people and throw them into a dust pile or something.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you need some solid programs. Like, there's only so much Conquer Coalition that uh, That Coalition and homelessness can do. Like, they do fantastic work, great great. Great fundraising they do, but but that doesn't ultimately fix the the long term solution of we don't have enough mental health resources in the state, drug addiction resources in the state, and places for people to live that are reasonably affordable like you go up, even the augusta area of maine where, where i'm from like they have income-based housing all over the place and i think that's a big part of the reason yeah, they have very similar problems to conquer but I, I think there's a few more opportunities for people to get places to live
1: that's interesting hmm. Yeah, we don't, they
0: don't have much of that in New Hampshire. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know who runs it. It's probably something I should do for the New England take at some point since I'm up there occasionally, <laughs> uh, as a pretend to be a journalist or something occasionally, but it's <laughs> something I'll have to do. But all right, we're, we're about out of time right here. Thank you so much, Editor Jeff Feingold of the New Hampshire Business Review. It's
1: great talking to you, AJ
0: nhbr.com to get more from them and nhtalkradio.com to get more from us. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're checking out the podcast versions of the show, and we'll talk to you again next week.